0: What is up everyone on our plate for this week the game industry has been on a hit streak some call this year the greatest year in gaming but hundreds of game devs are being faced with layoffs pretty terrible we'll talk about it Marvel is done taking L's and finally focusing on their games should we get excited for their future games should we are Sony movies coming to our PlayStation Plus subscription Jordan are you excited for some Sony movies no well, you should be. <laughs> I, I
1: already have Netflix. <laughs> Where all of a sudden movies end up sooner or later.
0: All right. So uh, we got Call of Duty Modern Warfare Beta. It's out. And I got some thoughts. All that and more on Season 7, Episode 39 of Tech Star Gamers. I just. What's up, everyone? I am your host, TJ, aka 68 Jordan, aka the conqueror of Moonrise Tower. For those who know, you know, Jordan will know eventually at some time in the future. But I've done it, guys. It was a hard part, hard fought war. Doesn't scramble my brains. Jordan, who are you?
1: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, (laughs) I am, in fact, Jordan. Jordan,
0: uh, a.k.a. JXBot, a.k.a. Night City's oh. best solos. Ooh, OK. OK. <laughs> okay. Solo, you're going to you're, you're going to explain what that means, right? Yeah. Right. Later on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now you know who we are. Press X Start Gamers. Digest is a video podcast that condense the most important gaming news from this past weekend to an hour long meal just for you. We are live on YouTube every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget, you can support us by liking the video, subscribing to the channel and the notification bell. Don't forget, if you are listening, you can leave us a precious review and we will cherish it like it's our own spawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want, you can join our conversation by joining Discord at pressxm 2 startcom Discord. So do that. We appreciate it. Anything you can do for us, we appreciate it. All right. Now, that's all said. That's all done. Let us get into probably one of the worst weeks in gaming in... A good a good while. All right. Number one. Last of Us Studio do Naughty Dog is cutting developers. This comes from Kotaku by way of websites loading, loading, Eaton. Gotcha. So essentially, yes, Naughty Dog is uh laying off developers. The caveat is these developers were contractors, so specifically in the article, layoffs were communicated internally at the Santa Monica, California-based studio last week. According to two sources familiar with the situation, departments ranging from art to production were impacted, but the majority of those layoffs of those layoff worked in quality insurance testing. The source, uh, the source said at least 25 developers were part of the downsizing. Uh, full-time staff does not or do not appear to have been part of the cuts. Night Dog's head counts was over 400 as of July. So this sounds horrible. It is horrible. It's always a horrible thing when game devs are laid off. And, you know, for all that we know, the company is making money off of video games and video game sales. Um, of course... This is paired with the whole factions thing and the fact that it was essentially put to bed a couple of months ago, I believe. So those people who were hired to test said game no longer have a game to test. And if you have worked in QA for any amount of time, you know, once your game is gone, your job is pretty much up for grabs, which sucks. so, yeah, on top of that, the this comes from Games Radar. Naughty Dog Dev, who joined to help build The Last of Us multiplayer, leaves uh, after less than a year. So this comes from, as I said, Games Radar by way of who is this person? Hope Bellington. Bellingham, Hope Bellingham nailed it. So um, the key developer, uh now left the project. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. Following the news that the, La- the Last of Us multiplayer game Is reportedly on ice Aimed layoffs at Naughty Dog One of its key developers has now Left the project. As spotted by Naughty Dog Naughty Dog info on Twitter Anders, How- Anders Howard Who worked as a principal monetization Monetization Designer at the PlayStation Studio Has now updated their LinkedIn Profile adding that their time in I dug ended in September 2023, just 11 months starting with the company. So it sucks. But like, you know, this is kind of what you would expect once Bungie gave the the mode a thumbs down. So. Yeah, what, what do you uh, what's your thoughts on at least this set of layoffs, Gordon?
1: Well, companies are taught to right size based on need. Um, if this, like we're saying 25 part-time developers, mm-hmm. um, what you want to do as an employer, no matter what your industry is, find methods to consolidate tasks. So you're not paying multiple people for multiple things. Like this isn't McDonald's anymore. That was the McDonald's strategy. Like, Hey, okay, this person is for the patties. This person is for the lettuce, this person is for the tomatoes. Trying to find a method to Downsize your operation costs and get a more return on your investment, which is what they're doing currently, especially with the um, clear contraction away from factions. Which you know, only thing we have right now is a couple, you know, um, uh, concept arts mm. uh, associated with it. It's it's, it's, right. it's a that that that's the that's the best way to express. Um, how um, non-existent that game is in terms of becoming a reality within the next four years. So, yeah, yeah no, like they're, they're playing to their strengths. The remaster is coming up. and we need to talk about that in a second, but the remaster is coming out and they're probably going to focus all their energy into Last of Us 3. Because this can also be referenced in a previous uh, story about Jim Ryan and how many of these studios were not interested and doing games as a service, multiplayer mm-hmm. type games. And, you know, they have I think there's uh, at least as like those studio heads probably have a good amount of ammo from Bungie saying that, hey, Bungie says that we can't do this. So why are you making us do this? <laughs> like like you daddy daddy told me so, you know, so I'm fake. So that's
0: a really yeah. good point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I could uh, definitely use it as like, hey, we have to go back to our single player games because we tried this thing, and the head honcho says no, this is not good. So what are we going to do? Yeah, yeah. So like, just to jump back to a couple things you said because I think it was all great. Um, yes, there is rumor that the rumored Last of Us Two PS5 remaster is real. Uh, that is from Push Square by way of Robert Ramsey. So. Specifically, uh, The Last of Us Two, The Last of Us Part Two Long Rumor Remaster, or at least the PS5 port might very well be real. The latest evidence comes from the LinkedIn profile of a 90 dollar developer as spotted by Inside Gaming, or no, Insider Gaming, who claims to have worked on the Last of Us Part One and Last of Us Two Remastered. Did I say remake? Remaster. It's remastered. So if I said remake, forget I said it, it's remastered. Um, Set profile has since, has since been updated and mentioned of the second project has been removed, which obviously means one of two things. Either it is an honest mistake or cats out of the bag. I think cats out of the bag because like. Uh, the Last of Us Part 1 and The Last of Us 2 remastered, like what is that? Unless it's supposed to be Last of Us Part 1 and The Last of Us remastered, but. They would have just said Last of Us 1 and Remastered. So, yeah, it's definitely cat out of the bag. So this thing is definitely happening. Um, I, I definitely think, you know, because when we first saw Factions, it was just a multiplayer mode in The Last of Us. And, you know, Naughty Dog has a pretty good track record for the multiplayer modes. Like it was in last, or Uncharted 3, I think. That was probably their pinnacle of their Uncharted multiplayer stuff. And then factions came out, that was good. Some people liked it, some people stuck with it. But I definitely think we could probably see the Last of Us Factions 2 being pared down to just a mode in the Last of Us 2 remastered. Because I think that, like, they already have these assets because it's already been created to some point. So, you know, when you remaster a game, it requires assets, but it's not a tremendous amount of work. And this is just going from PS4 to PS5, so it's definitely not going to be that big of a push. So to me, it would make sense. Oh, we have this mode that we essentially put all this money into and now not doing anything with. So let's just throw it into the remaster and just make it more of an appealing buy for the people out there. What's your your things on that? What What do you think on that?
1: Uh, remasters are difficult because I I mm-hmm. we play I played enough remastered games right I played I played a, enough and, and I know when when this good and when I it's just I was about to say that like <laughs> I think a good amount of it for a remaster to be truly meaningful I think enough time needs to pass mm-hmm. because with Mass Effect Legendary Edition especially with Mass Effect One you truly felt like this was a reevaluation of that game and recognizing its strengths but also addressing its weaknesses. Um and you know knowing how good mass that uh, how good the Last of Us 2 is, I wonder if there's that much room um to like like I first want to know how much I'm gonna charge for it. Like that's <clears throat> that that's number one. Um but you know, as you alluded to content associated with it, but like how how noticeable would the definitive edition be like how like what like what do we truly remastering be here? Because I remember right. back when I first saw the E3 um, uh, uh, gameplay presentation, I was like, that's bullshit. That's not fucking gameplay. And on <laughs> right. my face, that shit was <laughs> big gameplay and the game looked that good.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: you know, I mean, them having a watered down multiplayer mode, or just just basically redoing the original factions that we have for the first last Last of Us game, sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I would be very interested in seeing a return on investment for developing that mode for the uh, Last of Us too. yeah, multiplayer games, all of them our gas everyone is coming out is some in some form or fashion
0: mm. is a
1: gas. So yeah. we'll, we'll
0: see. I mean, yeah, yeah. I definitely. I, I don't think there will be a real um ROI with that multiplayer mode. I think mm. I think what it can do, though, is. Pull in all those people who really like factions and you know, always wanted that to come back in some form and then the whole this whole um factions uh blowout that was supposed to happen, I think this could still pull in those people. And I also think there's something to be said that, you know, this is the PlayStation audience. And that audience is very much so like single player focus, single player in mind. So for them to Jump into a Last of Us, you know, ga- games of a service thing. I think that might. I think this actually might work better than that, as long as there's the whole. Because like I think, um, Ghost of Shima, uh, Ghost Legends, whatever that mode was called. Like they had their multiplayer mode. They said, "Hey, look, this is going to run for a season. There's going to be a raid, and that's it. And that's what they stuck to. And like people who like the game." really enjoy that game. They played it and then they get they got to the raid and there was no more content. But like it was still a good experience for those people. So I think I think it's possible for Naughty Dog to kind of emulate something like that. Well, I'm, that would be the I'm, best case scenario.
1: I'm going to push back on the fact that PlayStation fans are mostly single player focus. I think mm-hmm. the first party inventory of PlayStation is first player focused, Correct. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the highest grossing games on PlayStation, it's 2K, it's Call of Duty, or oh, like NBA right. 2K, right. Call of Duty, and Fortnite. Now those games are a plus, but I don't know if data wholeheartedly supports at all, like this single player focus, you know, they like mm-hmm. it's a referred console. You know, your friends got it. It's locked in. Right. And those games are great. Um, but going back to my original point in terms of pricing, like how justified will this Last of Us remastered B. I mean, maybe that I uh, did like the multiplayer will give it the extra ten dollar bump to put it across the seventy dollar line.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I think that's the plan. Yeah. In terms
1: of making yeah we'll, it $70. But like I I think cutting down the uh the amount of developers, especially those that are skilled in multiplayer games, might make it difficult. Hmm. It might make it difficult to say <laughs> But let's see, you know, me see what we get.
0: Yeah, I know you know, like, We're too. gonna have a
1: whole bunch of like Ellie's and fucking who's the other check? <laughs> like the super strong one. I forgot yeah, her name. Oh, Abby. Abby's and yeah. You know, he's right around, like doing sick ass finishers on each other. Like, is this is that Neil truck versus vision? <laughs> In the Jubilee slide. Yeah, a bunch of Joel's running around <laughs> emoting. Yeah, listen. you know what? Hold up, Bring it back. Hey, why hey, are Joel, we getting... Dude,
0: you need to Joel do the Millie Rock. That's yeah, nice why can not we have
1: Joel doing the shoot dance? You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like Joel emotes the golf clubs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Abby emails the golf club. Yeah, Abby <laughs> the
1: golf club.
0: But that's Joel where the money...
1: Right <laughs> that's where the money is, guys. It's like a dude does like, a line in the like, uh, office geez. room. Like, that's where the money is. Yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Uh, Number two, (laughs) more bad news. Uh, So all unionized Dragon Age Dreadwolf QA workers have been laid off. This comes from Polygon by way of Nicole Carpenter. So all of Keyword Studios unionized QA testers were laid off from the studio in late September after Dragon Age Dreadwolf developer BioWare declined to continue its contract in August. The QA workers who were contracted to assist with play testing and quality insurance at BioWare Edmonton won their union vote in June 20, 2022. All 16 eligible workers voted yes and joined to joining uh, United Food and Commercial Worker Canada union, Commercial Workers Canada Union uh, location or local number 401. My mm-hmm. part's just gravy. Um, it was a historical vote making the group the first games industry to Union in Canada. Keyword studio workers were in bargaining with the company when they they were laid off following the news of 50 job cuts at BioWare itself. A UFCW representative told Polygon that 13 people were laid off. Everyone supporting BioWare, Liz Cordless, uh, Keyword studio global head of marketing, confirmed that 13 Edmonton-based QA workers were laid off. So... This is a problem. I, w- I would say that this is probably a worse problem than the Naughty Dog thing. Because we have Dragon Age, Dread Wolf that, you know, we really haven't seen in gameplay of. But, you know, there was I think we're actually supposed to see something this year. I think that like I think that was the last room that we were supposed to see something this year from for this game. Because like I, I think the most we saw was like concept art or a screenshot. I think. Oh, you know what? No, there was actually leaked gameplay. Cause I did see gameplay for this and it looked pretty interesting. But um so yeah, you know, if you want to get that link, you can go ahead and just do the the Googles, you do the webings, you'll get there. Um so yeah, I it just does not feel or sound good for QA, te- for, for, the, what? for the quality assurance of Dragon Age Red Wolf, And I think EA is probably in a situation where they can't have one of their biggest IPs fail. So for them to do this feels weird to me, but I definitely think it's a possibility that they just probably just go with another QA company that is not unionized. Because there's a bunch of those out there and it's everyone looking for work. So they'll definitely just be knocking on EA's door. Um, yeah, what's your thoughts on this, Jordan?
1: I'm not too familiar with Canada's um, labor laws in general. Um, well. In the United States, it's fairly state to state and there's no federal guarantees, um, unfortunately. But, you know, I hope it's not a situation where they're retaliating. Um, Unionization does in all instances, even in the United States, come with a risk. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, EA is not a publisher that's scared of releasing a product that's half baked. And that's true. Looking at Mm -hmm. the trajectory of Bioware, like for the majority, at least a a good amount of our, you know, we're old head gaming generation you know, like the three Bs were like untouchable, like you had Bethesda, Bioware and Blizzard, like they were mm-hmm. like the the three Bs, mm-hmm. and each one of them are in fairly dire straits right now. And Bioware isn't um, immune to that. It's even more pronounced than the other two. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, this yeah, it sucks. I mean, you know, for the Dragon Age fans, pray for them, you know, for the for the uh, Mass Effect fans, you know, just write that off, man, because, yeah, it's like, do you even want a Mass Effect now? Do you even want to do Mass Effect yeah, or you man. just want to stay back in 2012 where it was Gucci?
0: I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not as diehard as a Mass Effect person as you are, but, like, I think we have been separated from that game to the point now where it actually might be more enticing if it comes from a different studio.
1: Like a different uh like a, no, so EA uses like um people like uh what's that respawn? Something like that?
0: Respawn, yeah. I mean like they're pretty good with the sci-fi stuff with the Apex.
1: Yeah, mm, they 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 can, they can do third person action.
0: Which what, yeah
1: which is what uh Mass Effect was.
0: Yeah. I, I honestly didn't even think of respawn, but yeah, I think that'd be uh, actually a pretty cool.
1: I need him to release
0: Titanfall 3 first, right? <laughs> one. Well, it's, well, there there was news that they up they updated the uh, um, yeah. the <laughs> the multiplayer for Titanfall yeah, they, tried, they, they, they
1: Someone someone fucking went to the cache and cleaned it and <laughs> right? restarted it and whoop the fucking do, brother! It's just it's oh. just. It's just it's, yeah no, I, if we get a, if we get another mass effect for a new titan I'll be so <laughs> pissed. I'll be so conflicted and so pissed at the same time. I'll be so fucking mad. oh no,
0: yeah. oh no <laughs> yeah, so again, you know, our hearts are are with the uh people affected by these layoffs. it's it's terrible,
1: yeah,
0: um number three again. History unfortunately repeats itself as Telltale Games lay off most of its staff. This comes from PC Gamer by way of, wait a minute, Molly Taylor. Telltale Games has laid off an unknown portion of its staff in an unfortunate deja vu moment for a handful of its employees. Word of the layoff began circulating when Johan... Uh, A former cinematic artist for the developer published a series of tweets that claimed Telltale had let go most of his staff in early September, adding that we were unable to comment on the status of The Wolf Among Us 2, which was delayed early, which was delayed earlier this year. Thanks for being. Oh, thanks to being under NDA. So uh, for I think his name is Hu, Hu Hu Yang. it's the second time this has happened to him. It's been five years to the month since the original Telltale crumbled, letting go the majority of its staff and leaving a skeleton crew in September 2018 before officially shutting up, before officially shutting up shop on October 11, 2018. Half a decade in a second Telltale layoff later, later Qang ended his tweet thread by saying, Telltale Games gave me a good deal this time around. But still, it ended the same way most jobs in games end. A layoff, not a retirement. I asked my fellow game devs to fight for better. It sucks.
1: Like, I...
0: So, when I was in college, I had always dreamed of getting into game dev and just, like, being a game designer. But even back then the whole mentality was, A, you either have to pick up your life and move to a different city whenever, you know, layoffs happen because you have to chase a job. It, nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is stable. And then, eh, that's pretty much A and B, actually. And, like, that kind of scared me from the industry. Like, I did QA testing. Like, that was cool. But always in the back of my mind, it was just like, man, there's nothing really stable here. Like this is all just great, great time. It's fantasy until reality hits, and you can get hit with a layoff. And it it sucks that years has passed, and it's still that same kind of flow. And it's just like, is there a way of making this more of a stable profession for people? Because there's there's so much money in the industry, but it's obviously not balanced. Like you know, most capitalistic things, which sucks. What's your thoughts?
1: I mean, just focusing on Telltale, I wonder if there is, I mean, maybe the style of their production is not good. Um. So looking at the whole here, you know, I mean, their games are fairly good. They just released the Expanse game that came out. I wanted to pick it up. Um, and, and
0: that's have heard... Well, sorry. I, I, I'm looking up to see how how that how that scored because I I remember yeah. talking about it or us talking about it, but not really following
1: up. Yeah, it it, it didn't. I mean, also the um the marketing campaign was fairly uh, um
0: mm-hmm. light. Um, they got a 76. So that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah,
1: it's good. Cool. It's fine. Yeah. But I I just wonder how much it costs to produce these games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um because that can that can affect where cuts are being made um, and games like that, you know, like they're not priced that high
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in, in our fairly arbitrary game pricing um, uh, uh, method, right? Like, it, right? like some some 70s aren't worth seven, Like I'm saying worth as in in terms like quality of it. But, mm-hmm. you know, like as I as we said last time, you know, would, would it make sense if it was if the game pricing was um was more reflective of the you know the the enormity of the game being Spider-Man priced at a hundred dollars and right, you know Madden right. being Madden being priced at forty right so you know I I just I I think I I put more blame on the studio heads mm-hmm. um for not you know running a good studio like these massive layoffs occurring time and time again affecting the production of the game and you know just it's 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 not a good indication that this is happening well if this is happening multiple times
0: right Uh, yeah exactly i I think there's something to be said is if like the studio had had one massive round of layoffs back in 2018 and then we have another massive round of layoff in 2023 and it's like Mm -hmm. maybe you should be the one to go and not everyone else (laughs) (laughs) probably should be the thing and I I think that's the issue that we see like not just in the game industry but like everywhere it's just like maybe the person up top who's making the decisions or like that that council of people who are making decisions should probably be the ones to find somewhere else to ruin and not continue doing what they're doing because obviously what they're doing is not working (sighs) so yeah Um, yeah so number four Former Ubisoft execs reportedly arrested after year-long sexual harassment investigations. This comes from IGN by way of Brian Dinsdale. So as reported by French publication, Libertate, mm, Libertation? Sure, we'll go with that. It's a Liberation. Liberation? No, okay. Um, translated by GI.biz, former Chief Creative Officer Sergey. Hask- Hask- what? I don't know how that out of that last name we got it we got a special E that eludes me I don't know anyways uh Sergey, we're, 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 Sergey. Serge, we're gonna go with that uh and former VP of editorial and creative services Tommy oh I think this is a uh, France Francois I think it's Francois uh both of them left Ubisoft in summer 2020 following a wave of sexual misconduct allegations were among those placed in police custody um there's not really too much to be said about here, other than like good These people should be arrested, so good job france you you you're doing the thing um, yeah, that's pretty much it do you got anything to say on this?
1: no, um this is a clearly you know like uh it was a long investigation um no. what is you know, Stark was Ubisoft's comment. They say they have no idea. Ubisoft said that they have no knowledge of, of what has been shared and therefore can't comment. So, you know, it's. It's. Um, it's oh, good that's that,
0: interesting.
1: It's good that um their accountability is occurring. But, you know, mm-hmm. this gaming industry across, you know, many different publishers. um, There are clearly some instances where accountability is lacking. Yes. Um, but it's good to see a moment where it occurs.
0: And then uh, a little further down in the article, Ubisoft comment, or committed to making major changes following the allegations. I am determined to make profound changes in order to improve and strengthen our company culture, our corporate culture, Ubisoft co-founder and CEO Yves Gimont said at the time. I, he needs to step down. He needs to step down. Like, he, he did the thing back when uh, Ubisoft was was fighting against Vivendi, but ever since then, it's not been great, and he's just you know, it's very possible that he does know, he knew about these things happening because these people are like within his circle, so yeah, so eh, yeah, he just, anyways this is terrible, all right uh, that's it pretty much for the bad news. We're going we're gonna to lighten up this cast a bit. So uh, thanks for sticking through that. You can do us a solid by liking this video, subscribing to the channel, and hit the notification bell. Please do it. We're over here dying making you content. Dying of this bad news. All right. Uh, number five. Microsoft eyes closing its giant Activision Blizzard deal. Next week, Jordan, you don't look excited. You should be. You should be like. You should be Man, going super saying over this.
1: It is. It is almost nine p.m. and I have like a bad back right now, so I'm trying to oh. get here.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I'll hurry up. No, no, like this,
1: this. This this deal was this deal was done back with the FTC um conversation, um, and mm-hmm. even more so when you know the. uh uh uk the cma um uk's regulatory award signaled that they were gonna you know push it forward um yeah no like yeah, the the paint's are drying right now the ink is mm-hmm. the yeah, the ink's drying and um i believe activision came out with a tweet properly saying that you know over the course of the next year we're gonna start moving games over to game pass which yep. we all had a um a uh, uh feel like we, we all kind of knew it was gonna happen. And um yeah like my question is you know as as Microsoft continues to expand and grow and grow and grow, you know, I just wonder about the management of these studios, right? Like we and even to our last um our last uh story, you know, Activision has many problems um similar to Ubisoft. You know how are mm-hmm. those be rectified? Because uh, you know, Microsoft's about to inherit thousands of employees from this deal. Like, do they have the infrastructure yeah. um, to, yeah. you know, make sure those employees are safe? So,
0: and let us not forget that early this year, Microsoft had a huge run of layoffs.
1: Well, I, I was talking about safe in terms of like on the job safety in terms of harassment from other
0: employees. Oh, true. Yeah, um, yeah that's those are yeah. those
1: are going to happen um, mm-hmm. and, and ter- in terms of employee layoffs, especially yeah. a, a company of Microsoft and Normandy. They right. have good, but like they, to be fair, Microsoft does have good service packages. So, yeah, you know. mm-hmm. um, it sucks. It's con- it's inconvenient. Um, but what I was referring to um, was literal employee safety, right? Yeah. um which and, you
0: know Activision has issues with and I think to also note that like there has not been a round of massive layoffs in Activision so those bad actors are essentially yeah. still at Activision potentially so yes. it's just yeah it, it's just going to be Microsoft's issue to deal with which sucks I
1: mean um, well, well like there, there there was you know like there. they Microsoft has signaled um mm-hmm. and, and, and another entity was the telecommunication workers union. Mm-hmm. Um it was telecommunications like it was it was the union that signaled their um that they were fine with this merger. Like they they wrote Congress, well not Congress, but the FTC says let the merger go through and anticipation that there will, will be more unionization uh within uh Xbox. So, you know, the thought is if there is more unionization that will lead to better employee safety, and employee protections. Right. Um, but, you know, still you get to cross it for first to do has to go through. And then we start seeing, you know, how this truly affects Activision blizzard King.
0: Right. It's a good point. A good point. All right. Uh, number six, Marvel. Oh, actually uh, for number five, that was from the verge by Tom Warner. There you go. And then I think, too, I forgot to mention uh, for our first story for The Last of Us thing. um, Naughty Dog was putting pressure on those people who were um, laid off to not say anything in social media, which is horrible. But yeah, forgot to mention that. Uh, Number six, Marvel making changes to Games Division after numerous flops. This comes from PlayStation Lifestyle by way of uh, Zarmena Khan. So, a known insider has claimed that Marvel is making significant internal changes to its game division after numerous high-profile flops. Insomniac Games' Spider-Man series has been the only Marvel success story in recent years when it comes to games, reportedly promoting... Promoting... No, promoting... (laughs) <laughs> the company to push to a four uh, a new a number of triple A Marvel games flopped in recent years. So that list we have is Marvel's Midnight Suns.
1: Mm, that game was good.
0: Yeah, that was good. That wasn't necessarily a flop. Uh, we got Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that was pretty good. That was
1: good too. Okay, wait. Now I'm yeah. Okay, who who the, who the fuck is saying this? Hold on.
0: So, like, so I am. I, I I'm just reading a list of games that Marvel has produced. So,
1: I, I, are, you pres- are you referencing just
0: the tweet by this Weeb's person? Yes. Like Marvel's yeah, yeah, yeah. shut
1: down. Okay, are you gonna read them off? From, but yeah, please yeah, say yeah. that this is one person on Twitter saying this.
0: Yes, exactly. So this is one person. So that's why I didn't necessarily read their like their like shut down their flop or whatever because it's just like I don't necessarily agree with their thinking on this list. But yes, we have Marvel's Avengers, which definitely has shut down. Uh, we have Marvel's Midnight nice Sun. They claim that it's a flop. I thought it did pretty good. I, you know, it's it didn't do gangbusters, but I think it reviewed pretty positively. Uh, we got Marvel's Future Revolution. I think that was the mobile game. I don't know anything about that. Uh, we got Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which I mentioned. That was a good game. That reviewed pretty well. So I don't understand how they a bit a flop well, which, one, um, which one was that I'm sorry. marvel's uh, gardens of the galaxy
1: yeah that was a great game didn't finish it yeah. but i oh yeah i'm kicked oh i had, had a lot of fun
0: um, playing. yeah I, I finished it but it was good um we got marvel's heroes omega i have no idea what that is we got marvel's avengers academy i have no idea what that is wait 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 wait
1: stop where's marvel snap
0: I was I was going to get to that. I <laughs> like, was going to get to that. Yo, okay. So yeah, so we have <laughs> that game Marvel realms.
1: Gangbusters.
0: Yo, we have Marvel realms, realms of champions. No idea what that is. And we have Marvel's Ultimate Alliance one yeah. and two that got delisted. Um, yeah. So from this oh, list, no, no. Marvel Snap is. Missing and Marvel Snap is, as Jordan says, doing gangbusters right now. They it's are. Like,
1: it's like the perfect gas. It's like it's like yes. the perfect gas. Actually, a good yes.
0: Game. So, it's so it's, easy to monetize. Dude. It's so it's it's interesting that like so essentially Marvel is? is saying that they're basically going to double down on the EA slate of games. So we have the Black Panther. But I game. wouldn't do
1: that. I was, you know, all right. Speaking as a fan of speaking, speaking as a Star Wars fan, I would not uh you know what? Continue DJ, but what
0: you beat me to Boy. it again, man. You beat me to it. So yeah, so we have the Black Panther games we made by uh cliffhanger games, and then Motive is working on the Iron Man game. So uh and you know, we definitely just talked about a news story where uh BioWare let go of their QA. So EA, hopefully you get Marvel money. Make sure you don't have motive or cliffhanger let go of their QA people. Maybe. Maybe. So um yeah, so Marvel is <laughs> so I think when I forget who posted this article in our Discord chat, but I, I remember commenting like they just need better people vetting these games because I'm just going to point to Marvel's Adventures because I think that was the game where when we first saw it, a lot of people joked about this being like the, the, the stunt doubles for the, the Marvel Avengers cast or whatever, like doing a game. And it was very much so a weird thing of these people. Are realistic looking, but they don't look like the people we think they look. They should look like, and that being a problem for a lot of people and all that stuff. And hey, then what?
1: what happened For
0: Marvel's Avengers in terms of that first trailer where you see like Captain? Um,
1: oh yeah, they went back and yeah, they 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 fucking ass Sonic. They Sonic movie that Yeah, whoops.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. Already made
1: them ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah,
0: same and it, way. And then like they're, they're,
1: like, the, like the same conversation almost happened for uh um, Marvel's Avengers. Remember they're like like uh we have a video at home.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So like that was that was an issue that everyone had before the game came out. On top of the game being a games of service and the general consumer not necessarily being jived for a games of service game when they really wanted a Marvel's Avengers like single player story driven thing. And they got Marvel's Avengers, which was not bad. I will say Marvel Avengers was a good game. Hmm. It was just unfortunate in that it was a games of service in the way that it was a games of service. Because there's yeah. different methods, there's different like monetization styles. And I think that monetization style just didn't work for the game.
1: I mean, hopefully you you all out there were able to buy it for five dollars before it was delisted. Because mm-hmm. they basically give you everything and yes. you have all the DLCs, right? You have like the um Jane Foster, the Black Panther, like, you know, all the DLCs yep. and but once again the Hawkeye. It was, when it first I came think out Winter
0: Soldier it was,
1: too? Yeah, when a Soldier. Um, yeah, like when like when it came out, it was in fairly dire straits. Even 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 though I liked it. You know, it's kind yeah. of like Destiny. You like you had two good weekends of fun
0: with that game, and that was it. <laughs> it's about <laughs>
1: right, actually. Like, <laughs> you're done.
0: Yeah, but then like we have other games like uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which was a story-driven, uh, you know, third-person action adventure, and like that game did really well. I although, you know, that was Crystal Dynamics, and I think that was under Square at the time, and Square mm-hmm. was very much so like. Nothing has beaten our expectations for the nothing. game, other than not, Final Fantasy 7 remake. <laughs> this this, is just,
1: this is not this game has not turned our toilet's It's gold.
0: Yeah, and yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, I am I am optimistic for the. I'm cautiously optimistic for the Black Panther game, and I am also caut- cautiously optimistic for the Iron Man game. Like. Yeah. This is this is EA. This is Motive. They can certainly talk to the devs that made Anthem hmm. at Bioware and be like, "Hey guys, let okay, keep, yeah, like, let's, copy let's, and paste let's, that let's,
1: code." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of the Iron Man, the flying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right, right. Uh, just don't have people up in your face. That's all. Just don't do that part.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, you know, respawn is a good. Studio, but you know, you know, what EA's been doing EA's been pulling some Activision shit, so like mm. they're they're moving all their developers over to um Battlefield Criterion, really, which yeah, Criterion, which you know, usually does well, they, they should burn out until they let us. shit yeah. die. Um, and also a need for speeds, they're moved over to uh Battlefield production, so watch out. Interesting, Respawn's already on that. I mean, Respawn kind of, I, I kind of insulated themselves because they did yeah. so well with Star Wars. And that's their Disney money, Disney checks are always clear. But um, yeah, just be careful, EA. EA is doing some, you know, like activism shit right now. Like not, not allowing to developers go. to play to the strength.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. And that's always a problem. Developers, if you're watching this, specifically the CEOs, let your people do the things they like doing.
1: Mm.
0: Right. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, number seven. Returnal Studios' Housemark is relocating to an advanced gaming headquarters. This comes from VGC. Okay. Yeah, I know. By way of Jordan Midler. Housemark, a member of the PlayStation Studio family and Finland's longest-standing fir- fir- gaming firm, is gearing up to launch one of Nordic's most advanced gaming headquarters by the end of 2024. Says Mikael Haveri? Haveri? Mikael Haveri? Sure. House Marks brand director. Brand director. So, of course, he's going to make these, uh, these words flowery. Um, the new studio will be located in Helsinki, the nation's capital. This faculty will not only be a testament of our rich gaming legacy, but will also be a beacon of innovation and creativity in the northernmost capital. Yeah, okay, cool. Like can we what's your next game? What's what what, what are you going to do? Like as long like I'm down for this as long as this doesn't be a money sink. Because if they are doing all this and their next game is like Returnal, I think Returnal is a cool game. I I'm not going to speak ill of Returnal because I didn't I played a, a demo of it and I thought it was all right but like you know Sean and Marcus and Avery I think they all they all enjoyed it so they have better thoughts on it than I did I, I just it just felt like more of a double A than triple A so I mean maybe this next game can be a triple A like they're working on towards a triple A and they're you know doing the whole can. um uh, <laughs> Kojima approach with their cool studio. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Do you have anything on this?
1: No, not similar. I just hope they don't, you know, lay off any employees in the near future, because, I mean, there's... Yeah, I I, I don't care. (laughs) 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 Like, like, you know, I don't care what their studio looks like, dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on it. It's like, as long as the game's good, like, you guys could be working in a basement. Like, you know, i not going to make a difference. Unless you're Kojima, because Kojima will put his studio in his games, and sure. Uh, number eight, Sony Pictures Core. Formerly, Bravia Core launches on PS5 and PS4 consoles exclusive benefits, including early access to select Sony Pictures Films. This comes from PlayStation Blog. So, yes. um, Yeah, so this is a thing that's happening. Uh, So once you sign up for Sony Pictures Core on your PS4 or PS5, you'll be able to buy or rent up to 2,000 movies straight from your console. At launch, that will include blockbuster hits such as Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man No. Way Home, Uncharted, the The Equalizer. I missed that part. Uh, No hard feelings, bullet train. And Ghostbusters Afterlife, among others, Uh among about one thousand nine hundred and ninety two others. Yeah, this is interesting. So, (laughs) uh, Jordan, I think you were the one that posted this on our chat, right?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, this (laughs) is well, like you've got an important. Portion of is like if you are if you're a PlayStation Plus Premium or Deluxe member, um you'll get access to the curated catalog of up to 100 movies. So like you're getting 100 movies, mm-hmm. which you know like looking at it, that's that's fine. Like there's a lot. Like I think I'm pretty sure if someone had a spreadsheet, and you can do this, I could have done this. If i had a time and was paid to do it, but all of the titles available across let's say 3 major subscriptions right let's say you had um Netflix you had Disney plus and uh you had Hulu you have so much coverage in terms of content and i just wonder how noticeable this is to the average PlayStation deluxe or premium person and with the increase in prices recently was this the reason why? And I swear to God, if it, because because <laughs> that shit is raw, dude. Like that shit is it's just stupid. Like I mean, because I mean, I, I know because like, Xbox was fried for getting into the multimedia space hard mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. on the onset. Like mm-hmm. this is this is not anywhere as bad, but mm-hmm. you know the people that subscribe to PlayStation Premium and the locks movies were the back of their mind. They're not clamming mm-hmm. for the Grand reason movie. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Nobody those people did, this, the the, the, the people who signed up for premium/deluxe was they they signed up because they wanted the PlayStation Classics. Yeah. But like that was the that was the original reason why those people signed up for
1: I mean, technically Looper is a Sony Classic. Came out <laughs> Yeah, in technically, 14. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you get to
0: see yeah, and, young Bruce Willis. So, to, to get to a couple of things, like, I, yeah, I, I was gonna bring up Sorry,
1: 2012, that, my bad.
0: Oops. Oh, mm, get your dates right. Your dates right. <laughs> so, yeah, I was gonna bring up the fact that, yes, like this, we, we are not we, cause I'm not premium. I don't think a lot of people are premium now. <laughs> since <the> price, right? <laughs> but those of you who have stuck around and are in the premium category, yes, you'll be getting 100 movies. Um, to answer your question, Jordan, about like, was the price hike because of this? I oh, that wasn't that,
1: that wasn't that wasn't a question. That was a ridicule. with oh. an <laughs> you can not want an answer.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Th- <laughs> that this is absolutely like correlated with that. Like because there ain't no way Sony's gonna be giving us a, giving <laughs> those people a hundred movies for free. Hey, like, what? Hey, listen
1: no.
0: here, <laughs> y'all better sit your asses down. Hey, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna speculate just a little bit more, Jordan. I'm just right. gonna go just a step down the rabbit hole. This could actually be a band-aid for maybe on the back end. So when you look at them numbers, yeah. and there's been, there's a whole bunch of people just leaving premium. Just like, ain't hey, no way I'm paying all this money. Legit. And they're like, oh crap, we need it, we need it, we need well, a band-aid. And what, what, hey, what, 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 what would have
1: been an appendage to this story was last year it was a point that PlayStation Plus subscribers did decrease last
0: mm-hmm.
1: year it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah um, and Sony said they weren't talking about numbers no more <laughs> that that, mm-hmm. that story came out too they are like we're talking
0: about
1: numbers yeah. no more yeah. don't, ask.
0: Yep. <laughs> don't ask me bitch I
1: mean
0: um, yeah so yeah like it's it's definitely a possible it, you know it's possible that none of this stuff that I said is true it's possible that all of this is true and like this is just what they figured out to mm-hmm. do right now until what spider-man and yeah. then whatever after that we we don't know we really don't know so, you yeah know, it's
1: see. yeah yeah it's 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 not a not a good look right now no. um mm-hmm. the plus and you know i mean yeah. it was a pretty good month this month's looking pretty solid but for the most part plus is uh yeah it, it, you know we, we we talked about it before i mean we, we I would, i'm gonna
0: tell you is. now I don't remember the last time I've actually looked at the plus games and was like,
1: "Gotham Knights is coming out this month." I mean, it came out a year ago today, but
0: hey. I don't remember the last time I've looked
1: at the games <laughs> and been like, "Oh, sad, let me try
0: this out." Gotham it's Knights. Like, oh, those are I games. Bought,
1: okay, I, I bought Gotham Knights. I'm
0: like, oh, damn. Oh no, I remember. I remember. It it
1: was not All right, it
0: was number nine and the final story on our nils. Uh, CD Projekt spent roughly 125 million dollars turning Cyberpunk 2077 around post-launch. This comes from IGN by way of Ryan is Dim Dinsdale. Nailed it, nailed it. So yes, CD Projekt spent 125 million on Cy- Cyberpunk 2077 post-launch, repairing the game's reputation with the edge runners and the and update 2.0 patches alongside with. No, alongside the well-received Phantom Liberty expansion, so yeah, there's a breakdown of the money spent, all this stuff. It don't really matter. Yeah, they spent about this much money to get Starbound back up. Which more power to them. Like they said, they were going to do this stuff. They're going to make it better. They made the game better, right, Jordan?
1: Yeah. No, we saw the roadmap. We saw mm-hmm. the yellow roadmap and the updates, and it took them long enough. But I, I think. Yeah, you'll you'll find out my impressions on where it is versus where it
0: was. Right. They they made the game better, and they said, "Peace out." We're gonna make the next thing. <laughs> yeah. So, next Switcher. Yeah, they're gonna do the next Switcher, and I think um, the the next Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk is like Project that. Orion or something. Yeah, are gonna
1: see that for Like a yeah, Project Orion. We're not gonna see that for like yeah. another eight years. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here.
0: We're gonna have way more gray hair on our head before we. Say I it. know. <laughs> <It's depressing. laughs> Gotta love it. All right. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news, guys. We we did it. We did it. So let us jump into the games we have been playing, Jordan. Since we literally just talked about Cyberpunk, give us give us your 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 takes. How so, did you enjoy Panlivery?
1: yeah I just finished up phantom Liberty, and um, yeah, it was great, you know it was thirty dollars um priced just right mm. um it added about ten extra gigs, um I'd say maybe six side six side missions in total um and a main quest with uh okay. aegis Alba and um, yeah, the writing was very good. the writing was mm. amazing because um, at first. I think I said last time, um, how unimpressed I was with the Adrizablas performance. But I think it was more so how unimpressed I was with his character. And then Mm -hmm. when it started becoming more and more clear of what his character's motivations was and how he was supposed to portray like this, you know, even though you know, and for small small context, even though you kinda see this in a trailer, the government his government portrayed him. Um, He's still, you know, a government man. He's still a G-Man. He's still committed to the cause. And one of the underlying themes of this DLC was, are you going to embrace the binary? Like, are you going to embrace the Arasaka versus um, New United States, which was Militech, like, because Militech is basically nationalized. Um, (laughs) Which is pretty crazy. But... Like, are you going to embrace that that reality? And that was what um, it just album was representing. Um, mm. The woman that offered to help you songbird was basically what cyberpunk originally is. You're supposed to fight. You're supposed to burn hard and burn bright. And oh, I see like that. The, the new ending kind of fucked me up. Like, really? I, I I didn't uninstall the game. I moved it to my hard drive. I'm like, This is the end for my character. Mm. Like I don't want to touch this again. Yeah, this is sad, but this is real. And yeah, yeah, man, like this. I mean, it wasn't like it's. You know, is it is there
0: parallels to Edge Runner?
1: No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's 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 surprising. Um, Yeah. But it does leave you with this question of like out of like other than the last three endings you were given. Well, like there are like I think there's like seven or eight endings mm-hmm. um of the last one, but you know, your your V was fairly terminal. Um yeah. this new ending did give me some introspective thinking about, you know, is, is it best to live a a, a well-lived life? Or a life that was well lived, I guess. Like, like
0: mm-hmm. it was kind
1: of like that paradigm of you know, like, did I make the right decision? Even I though know. other people, Edis Alba, everyone else is saying that's the right decision, that's the right decision, that's the right decision. Looking yeah. back, it's like, fuck, this sucks.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and like it, but it was it was such a touching, such a touching like. Like when it rolled credits I'm like oh god I'm 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 so done with this but not in a bad way
0: Oh man not okay.
1: in a bad way I'm I'm done yeah. with I'm done with this game I I do not need to play Cyberpunk I am satisfied like this I've never seen a game do this Okay I've never seen an RPG do this Okay and I'm like
0: shit <laughs> you know what I mean? I have, to, I have to look it up. I have to look, I'm, in, I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it was just very sad. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, other than that, you know, like my character, oof, my character was fucking broken. Like, yeah. like I, I, I maxed out. I maxed out level 60. Like, dude, I was fucking people up. Like, I had the Sand <laughs> Never Stand and um, my Cools all the way up. I had like the silent mm-hmm. pistol and knives and the katana. Like, no one could touch me. No one. Yeah. I, I could. I was using the same devastating While invisible. Like that was fucking crazy. <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> but I could do it though. Like there, there, there was no challenge. There was yeah. no challenge. And yeah. like, you know, they're, they're, they're saying it's kind of weird because if you were to play this game from the beginning and go mm-hmm. through that new ending, <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. Um, but playing it, like I, I think it's totally fine. I don't know why everyone was saying. Start the game over, get the new dialogue. I, I might I might do that later. Um yeah. but in reality, uh you could totally pay like like if you're maxed out character right before you're meeting um um hero, uh the the, the dude's sister at Embers, like the point of return. You can mm-hmm. totally do it then and that's like your new ending. Like that okay. that's what I would suggest, to be honest. Like yeah. it's so it's so much fun. Like you're like you are you are the best, you're like the you are the most capable edge runner. You yeah. know, like, you are fucking crazy. You are the best to ever do it. And a game makes you feel like that.
0: That's awesome, though. Yeah. That's, like, the ultimate power fantasy, right? It is, dude. Like, it it is. Is. It was I broken. see the Matrix. <laughs> I am <had> Neo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. That's that's cool, though. I like that. Um. You also play Alan, Alan Lake Remastered?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, sur- I'm just preparing myself for Alan Wake, too. I haven't played... Um Alan Wake since it came out, like what was it, 209? Oh, right? yeah. It was long maybe uh, even before 2009, like Alan Wake came when, when did Alan Wake come out? Like, Alan Wake came out a long time ago. E. I was a
0: baby. <laughs> 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 May 14th, 2010. Yeah. Okay, 2010. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't nah, too you, far off.
1: Okay, yeah. Young, yeah, so <laughs> <still> yeah. <young. laughs> yeah, yeah. I oh, like man. um I haven't played it since then. Um, Mm. this this uh this remaster is a little janky though. Like I remember hearing like when it came out, I heard good things about it, but it's not it's not Mm -hmm. that optimized that well. um Interesting. The cutscenes kind of lose sound and shit like that, and and like you Mm. know what? When I think about the concept of like like a dated game, people are saying that Starfield's dated versus Cyberpunk and
0: and stuff
1: like that, Mm. but. I'm like play an actual dated game first. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> like Alan Wake feels like a game that was made in 2010. Like Starfield yeah. feels like a Bethesda game, and Bethesda game is right. the same forever. But this yeah. shit right here, it it looks better. It looks better and it's optimized mm-hmm. for current gen consoles. Okay. But at the same time, it's like like you wanna see fucking dated? Like play that shit, boy. Mm-hmm. Like don't, don't at me. Like you're not old. I'm old. I'll tell you right. dated. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm just playing that game to get ready for um, Alan Wake Two, which I will be getting, okay. and um, I just want to see like what the improvements are because yeah. the combat of Alan Wake One, I mean, for the time it was great, um, but now it's kind of like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. like it's you know my my giant gamer brain, there's there's no challenge here, you know, right. <laughs> like just right. like the quick dodge and okay, you 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 cost three bullets, you cost two shotgun rounds. There's mm-hmm. a flare, just just hot night through butter. It's as I've been, yeah. playing. I've been playing games for the last decade and a half. Right, crazy. right. I like never
0: stopped. <laughs> You're more accustomed to that kind of that kind of style. So you just mow through it.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's, it's an old style. Mm-hmm. It's an old, very yeah. simple style. OK,
0: that's what's up. All right, now I'll make my stuff quick. Um, so, yes, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 beta is out. And if you've seen any of the trailers, it's basically a coming home to modern warfare Two. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, Maybe in terms maps.
0: of the the, the, the maps and, and stuff, even the gameplay. Um, they've promoted the game as being like a bit faster in a lot of areas like you can um, reload, cancel, you can slide, cancel. They're bringing all those like techniques back and so on and so forth. And the other thing they brought back is making the sniper rifles just incredibly broken. Like, so far, I've enjoyed my time playing this beta. I haven't played too much of this beta because I've just been mainlining Baldur's Gate 3, guys. I mean, (laughs) mainlining this game. So yeah, my my little breaks, I jump into this beta and I play it and I have fun. Um, I think, for me, the greatest change in this game between Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3 is that when you get hit, there is blood splatter on the screen, but then there's also a red indicator of what direction you got hit from. Um. In Modern Warfare Two, the blood splatter and the hit direction thing are pretty much competing for importance, so it's kind of hard to see that. Mm-hmm. In Modern Warfare Three, they've completely toned down the blood splatter and they show you where the direction thing. And I think for me, that has been the biggest change in terms of me not getting completely turned around once someone is—I was going to say blowing my back out, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> when someone is like shooting me, pause. When no, someone no, no. is, is when trying someone, to kill
1: shooting when someone's
0: yeah, when someone's attacking yes. from behind. So. There you go. Yes, attacking. Yeah. So but, it's just and like
1: Modern Warfare Two was called High Alert, right? So they're, yeah, they're well, missing, yeah, yeah. So that, that was High part, alert. With,
0: yeah, but um, they they also added like a just built in bullet direction thing, which I think is really cool. So yeah, um other than that, I I don't really have any impressions on the guns because, you know, they're all just kind of gibberish to me until like I've played more of it to give you a, a better understanding of that. Um one of the things that there's a bunch of added features to this game. One of those features is the loadouts. So instead of giving you different perks, you can now pick your gloves, you can pick your boots, and you can pick your your tack vest. so those different things will give you different stats, so you can actually build a like pretty sophisticated loadout in this game, which I absolutely love because I think that's been the one thing that I wanted a bit more of in Call of Duty is like the idea of like really specializing the different loadouts for however you want to play that time um so that's cool so the modes they gave gave you was mosh pit was just like a mixture of like two or three modes and then a couple of new maps um there's rust there's Estate, there is two others that i am forgetting and then they also give you ground war which is a part of the new warzone map um I have real no complaints about any of the maps. I think they're all cool. They they serve a purpose of allowing your character to run and mantle and shoot and die and dodge or not dodge. Anyways, it's a good time. It, the I think this week's beta this this weekend beta was for the PlayStation exclusive uh pouring out because that will be the last PlayStation exclusive beta from now and for now time for all time to to yeah, that's it. No more PlayStation exclusive betas for Call of Duty. Um, and then next weekend, I believe, is the open beta for everyone. So everyone will be able to jump in and hammer those, those servers and everyone play. I, I really hope they add the zombie mode to next week's beta, because that's really the, the thing that I want to play. Like that's, that's my driving force for Modern Warfare 3. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Um, last thing. Baldur's Gate 3 having such a great time with it. As I said in my KA, I have um, pretty much beat the the Moonrise uh, Tower stuff, which is, I believe, the end of Act 2. There is three acts in this game and I believe Act 3 is supposed to be the biggest, so I'll be finished this game in November. We'll see. Um, Yeah, it's really hard to talk about the game because there's... there's spoilers about, but it depends on, like, you know, your choices you make or whatever. The one thing I will credit this game is that playing this game, it has done the thing that, like, Naruto does. Where you, you have this story that happened, like, episodes and episodes and episodes ago of this one character. And then, like, down the line, you're doing stuff and you're like, oh, it's you what's going on guys? Like how's it been or whatever. There's a guy that I saved. that completely didn't know who he was. And then I remember and I was like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Cool. You're saved. Awesome. So like, I'm really enjoying this game. Like this, it's, I'm pretty sure that this is going to be the game of the year, but if it's not, this is definitely the game of the year for me. So yeah, I'll have more to talk about this game in the future. But that's it for right now, because this has been Press X Start side. Yes, we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoy making it. Don't forget, you can leave us a review on our podcast or podcast service you're currently tuned on. You can like this video, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. You can join our Discord at pressxstartcom slash Discord. You can have a great day. Stay safe. Be safe. Play games. Wash your hands. Yeah. Eat a balanced diet of food and water. Bye.